Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe, where I take a guest and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Daniel Na. Hey. So, this is the last episode for this week. And depending on how, how awfully I disgusted you, maybe not the last episode you do, but... um. We're going to be talking about a person who's been passed around as a sidekick, like he was a, like the talking conch on the beat, on the, <laughs> on the, uh, Lord of the Flies story thing. Let's go with that. Sure. That's a thing. I don't know why I went there. Yeah. I was thinking Survivor, but you know, that's basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, his name is Rick Jones. Rick Jones. It's got a good mouthfeel to it. I know it does. Uh, who, 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 who am Rick Jones? Oh, I think Rick Jones is probably a uh, late night Saturday DJ. No. No? He is a dude, though. Well. This is what he looks like. He looks like a white dude. Oh, he looks almost exactly like uh, Madison Jeffries, but like with red hair. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a white dude. Um, he's wearing all of the primary colors right now as well. And I think he's red hair. I think he's a redhead too. Yeah, so, that's know. what it looked like. Like row. No, he's not a redhead. Oh, he probably has like auburn hair though. Okay, like it's like pretty close to red. Sure. Uh, so his real name is Richard M. Jones. So he could have been Dick Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse, you're so immature. Why did you laugh so hard at that? He is unemployed. Nice. And uh, he used to, he is a sidekick. He is a professional sidekick, basically. He was Bucky. He was with Quasar, or no, Mr. Marvel. Uh, no, Captain Marvel, um, Hulk, Captain America, he was, like, the sidekick for the Avengers. Wow. But, yeah, like, he's just, he's, like, around. <laughs> um, he's art, art, he's also an honorary member of the East Coast Avengers. Oh, that's fun. And he also used, do you know anything about Rom the Space Knight? Uh, I... No, very, very little. Just passingly, I know the name. He was also an ally of Rom the Space Knight. I see. Who was very important in the Marvel Universe for a toy, for like a basically like a cross, cross platform media thing, including toys. Right, and the toys yeah. never took off. Toys never took off, oh. but the comic did. Got like a 40 something issue run. Wow. And it was very important. Like, you know the whole um, Storm losing her powers thing that happened in the comic? Right, yeah. Happened because of Rom. Huh. Yeah. Um, basically, what happened is Forge was working for the government at the, to- at the time, and he was, he was uh, supposed to create something that nullifies mutant powers. Of course. And he saw the nullifier that Rom carries that nullifies oh. the powers of the race that he fights and he's just like I can make that 
I see. Yeah. All right. So, like, for real, like, a lot of really important stuff happened through Rom, and he's no longer canon. Yeah, that's a really this, weird, like, kind of segment, but... But, and, and, uh, the interesting thing is Rom the Space Knight, it's not owned by Marvel, but the Space Knights and all the other stuff besides Rom yeah. is owned by Marvel. Right, because it was like a toy contract deal. I remember that. Yeah, so, because all the other stuff was created by Marvel. Right. Because they were the one fleshing out the story. Right, right. But ROM was created by the toy company. So, it's very interesting how that happens. Yeah. So. Um, but let's talk about Rick for a little bit. He's an orphan. He spent his teens drifting town by town through the southwest, trying to avoid juvenile uh, authorities. He got his driver's license and did uh and saved up saved up enough money to to get a used car and then he rode out to the desert. Oh, just the desert. Okay. I guess nothing, nothing be attested there. N- nothing's gonna be tested there at all, right? Yeah. You're wrong. Oh. Here's the reason why the Hulk is the Hulk. Oh wow. <laughs> the reason why the Hulk is the Hulk is because he saw oh look, there's a bunch of dirty teens. <laughs> Just on my Camabob testing <laughs> site. And he ran out to protect them, and he got doused with the gamma radiation, and now we have one of the better uh, characters in the Marvel Universe. Wow, thanks, Rick. Yeah, thanks, Rick. Thanks, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, he's he felt responsible for Banner's condition. As he should. And being the only person who known uh, known that that the then rampaging brute was actually Banner, he became the Hulk's sometimes unwanted companion and ally. He he uh, organized the Teen Brigade, a group of young amateur ham radio enthusiasts, to help him monitor the Hulk's activities. Well, that's cute. He was present during the Hulk's first encounter with the army. And super menace. Superhuman menaces such as the gargoyle, the alien toadman, the ringmaster, Tyrannus, and uh, the metal master. Those were sure some names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he finally decided to request help from the world's premier superhero team, the Fantastic Four, to help him kind of help out the Hulk when he doesn't want to be helped. So he's also the reason why the Avengers got together, too. Man, Rick, my Cause guy. Because the first, here's the reason why the Avengers got together is because Thor, Hulk, Ant-Man, or Giant-Man at the time, Wa- Wasp, you know, all those people. Yeah. They got together to fight Loki, hmm. who was using the Hulk at the time. And after, and after he got under, out of, uh, Loki's thrall, he joined the Avengers also. Of course, yep. And by that, I meant the Hulk. Yeah. Um, so, after that, he kind of just stayed with the Hulk, but after when the Hulk left the team, he was just like, hey, can I be all your guys' teammates? I'd be... <laughs> and they're just like, yes, teen! <laughs> and when Captain America was resuscitated from his decade-long decades-long suspended animation... He got along really well with Rick Jones and made him the new Bucky. Now, was wasn't Bucky Bucky's actual name? Yes, it was. Well, it was 
Bucky Barnes. Well, his okay. I forget what his name. Yeah, but like it was like his nickname, like it was what people called yeah. him in real life. So that's a yeah. weird thing to call this new teen you just found. I'm gonna <laughs> name you after my best friend Bucky. My name's my name's Rick, sir. Okay, Bucky, let's go. <laughs> that is it'd be like if if I had uh let's say I had a friend named John and he was and everyone called him Johnny. And he was like my best friend and he happened to be uh killed by a missile that he was strapped to trying to dis- defuse you know it. as as it does and i decided to get uh call my new best friend also johnny yeah it's it's a little weird <laughs> captain america i don't know about that one so the, he fought alongside the avengers and faced people like kang count nefaria mortis masters of evil and uh whatever the captain america decided to find replacements for the, uh, all, because, like, all the other Avengers were finding replacements for themselves in case stuff happened. So he hoped to become a fully-fledged Avenger when Hawkeye vanished. Quicksilver and, uh, Scarlet Witch were elected. So he left, so he left them and returned back to the Hulk. Yeah, honestly, I would too. I mean, you, you're grinding and you're grinding looking for that promotion and it finally shows up and they're like, oh, we're going to be of these guys over here. Yeah, they're like, yeah, screw this, I'm out. Oh, for a few weeks, um, well, this, okay, by the way, the whole Bucky thing only happened for a couple of weeks. And then everyone decided it was, like, super weird. <laughs> but, um, for a few weeks... Captain America permitted uh, Jones to wear Bucky's costume and serve as his partner on a provisional basis. Although he was, like, really athletic, uh, Captain America worried that Jones would not pick up the battle skills necessary. Um, Yeah, it makes sense, like, because he's just kind of like a guy. You didn't really, like, train him or anything, Captain America. You just, like, gave him a costume. We're like, we'll try it out. See how you do. During the few weeks or so, um, the Red Skull used a cosmic cosmic cube to switch bodies or minds with uh, Captain America. You know, as you do. And whenever the Red Skull was being a jerk to him, he was just like, well, I hate you too. You're not my dad. <laughs> and then he stopped being his, his, uh, his sidekick. He was compelled to put on the Kree Nega bands on his wrists. And he released the, and then he banged them together, and he released the Kree Captain Marvel, who was trapped in the antimatter universe. Uh, Marvel needed a positive matter host to enable him to exist in this dimension, and uh, guess who was chosen? Was it uh, Rick Jones? Yep, it was Rick Jones. But he could do, he couldn't become uh he couldn't become Captain Marvel for more than three hours. Hmm. And pretty much what would happen is they would switch places, so his mind would go into the negative zone and yeah, that sounds like kind of a raw deal. <laughs> then he was uh tried to be, make a living as a folk rock singer and found a manager in one Mordecai P. Boggs. Let me see if I can find out about Mordecai P. Boggs. Now that sounds like a man with a story. 
But he sounds like he might be one of those, like, hey, I'm actually the devil yeah, types. Yeah, I feel like that happens a lot in comics. Yeah. Well, I mean, it also happens in stories all the time, too. Speaking of, my favorite devils are the ones that are just, uh... I think my favorite devil is probably the ones that are just, like, uh, businessmen. Oh, yeah. It, I, I know I know it's like kind of a like a standard thing now, but I really like that idea I mean, of bureaucracy yeah. of, of being its own personal hell. It uh it tracks for sure. So eventually Marvel found a possible way to get out of the negative zone. And uh And then like he had to be ripped out of the negative zone because he changed bodies mm-hmm. with with Rick Jones, and then he went into uh, the fantastic the Baxter Building, ripped open the uh, negative zone from that side, and pulled Jones out. So both of them could oh, exist. That was nice of him. <sighs> Thing with uh, characters that are tied into most of the largest characters. Have a lot of a lot of backstory. Yeah, this is like a really extensive thing for a guy who, as far as I can tell, is just kind of like a dude. Oh, uh, Marvel died of cancer, by the way. Also, oh, that's very sad because because of, of radiation. And after he died, Rick Jones was just like, "Yo, Hulk, 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 friend, best friend, <laughs> Hulk, Hulk." Hey, I, I gave you, I called you, um, and you didn't answer, so I just showed up at your house. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I know your your phone must have been off because it made immediately to voicemail. So, um, yeah. Uh, what's going on, Hulk? Best friend. <laughs> uh, he tried to tried to help cure the Hulk because of the whole cancer thing that happened with Marvel. Sure. He's just like. This genius geneticist, I mean, slash this genius gamma scientist, slash one of the smartest people in the world can't cure himself, so I'm going to help him. Yeah, so me, the dude who... uh, Caused it. Yeah, uh, like, he he doesn't have a GED at this point, does he? Because, like, he just kind of, like, bummed around and then drove into the desert. Like, what are you doing, man? Here, Hulk, have some kale. I read on the internet it's full of antioxidants. That might help. Oh, so, okay, here's another thing. Uh, during one of Hulk's uh, long absences, Jones decided to expose himself to the radiation of <laughs> Banner's gamma, gamma ray projector and a rash attempt to transform himself into a second Hulk. Did he just get cancer? I kind of want him to just get cancer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that'd be great. Um... Now, well, he does eventually become a Hulk-like character uh-huh. called A-Bomb. And he's basically like a blue abomination. Sure. Yeah. Um. Oh, wait, that's a, th- that's a great thing. So, he did have the ability to mutate, but he did have the ability to have permanent damage done to his cellular structure. Oh, good. <laughs> Ironically... Banner found the way to cure himself without eliminating the Hulk completely and possess his uh, normal intelligence as the Hulk. And then he became basically Mr. Fix-It or Professor Hulk. So he, he got cancer. 
And it looks, and then that's whenever he uh, hooked up with uh, space, the space knight Rom. And there is a typo in this book because the T and H are f- flipped in space knight. Oh, <laughs> okay. So then, then they, then the Beyonder met them, and what the Beyonder did was he basically cast people's deepest desires. Guess what his desire was? I can't even begin to get into this guy's mind. <laughs> To not have cancer oh. anymore, because... <laughs> you know, that's a pretty good wish. No, it, first off, great wish. Yeah. Your priorities are straight. Second off, you did that to yourself, yeah, bud. Yeah, I mean... You did that to yourself. <laughs> that was all you. No one else. Just you. <laughs> like, oh my god. Uh, So, Rick Jones. You have any thoughts about him? Let's let's just talk about Rick Jones. Yeah, let, let's bit. talk about Rick Jones. Uh, what do you think about him? What what's your general premise on him? Where do you what's the general? Pre- where do you even start with Rick Jones? He I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Oh, by the way, he showed up in the first Hulk issue. Oh, I don't know if you got right, that. Yeah, yeah, he showed. Up. Yeah, that makes sense. Sixtieth. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. What, what do we say? What do you say about Rick Jones? Honestly, there's too much to say about Rick Jones, which is why it's hard to say yeah, stuff about I, him. It's, it's, like, really wild that, like, he technically formed the Avengers and also created the Hulk, and he's just, like, a <laughs> dude, but then he was also Captain America's sidekick. I think what they were doing was they're trying to get their uh, Jimmy Olsen. Oh, yeah. But for... And I think they succeeded. Because Rick Jones is is separate from like Jimmy Olsen by a lot. Sure, yeah. Because like he is his own yeah. thing. He's a dude who happens to be friends with a bunch of super powerful people. Yeah. And gets a lot of the side effects of him <laughs> of being around them is he gets powers all the time and he gets kidnapped yeah. by aliens and he and he uh and he throws himself in front of cancer rays to get cancer. <laughs> God, and I'm not laughing at the at the idea of no, cancer. No, of course it's not. It's awful. It, but but at a certain point, I feel like it's a personal responsibility. At yeah. a certain point, to not jump in well, front well, of no, a well, ray. The thing is, though, like, because he exists in the Marvel universe, where like everybody gets superpowers from radiation. So, like, of course, he tries it and gets cancer. Like, just of course. Well, okay. There's another. There's another character, and I would suggest you go back and listen to this. Uh, that that character called Dr. Demonicus. Okay. And his whole thing was he's first off, he's a Godzilla villain. Cause for a while, Godzilla was in the wow. Marvel universe. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, his whole thing is, is he wanted to be, get superpowers. Of course. And he happened to work in a chemical oh, lab. Perfect. <laughs> so what he did was he manufactured a lab explosion. But instead of getting superpowers, he got skin cancer. <laughs> and also, he got found out what he what he did and got fired from his job. Nice. <laughs> and then, this is, here's the unfortunate thing. He went up and enslaved an Inuit, a bunch oh. of Inuits, to build himself a lab. Um, and he made a bat dragon, which is a bat that's like a dragon, but like a lame version of a dragon. But like, I like Dr. Demonicus minus the whole... Um, Slavery thing. 
slavery yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that's not great. But it's kind of you know, I, I, I like characters that just mess themselves up, and it's them. It's yeah. no one else. It's them. Uh, you know, it's kind of it's yeah. So Rick Jones, you're rad. Two thumbs up. You, you the man. Uh, we love you, Rick. We hope your folk, your folk, uh, song career that totally crashed in crash. So what you got? What you do? Me? Well, I, uh, read the Animorphs chapter by chapter and I upload it on the internet. It's called Audiomorphs and you can find that on iTunes. Maybe today is whenever you do something for Conchu, you know? Let him let him rest. Maybe you avenge people who are hurting, who were hurt during night travels instead of him. Because you know what? He he has a lot on his plate. So bye. Bye. bye.